0: Hey, everyone, Cream Ray here, and today I have DZ Harmon on with us. DZ, how's it going? Everything is good, man. Can't complain. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for joining us today.
1: Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Can you please
0: introduce yourself to the viewers?
1: Uh, well, my name is Dionysius Harmon. I'm from Liberia, Beer, and um, I play for the Charleston Battery. Nice. And how long have you been with the club for? uh this past season was my first season uh, I just got done with college and
0: I joined the team so yeah so you went to college how long did you go to college for and what would you study
1: uh, I went to college um for four years and I studied criminal justice
0: nice and then yeah. once you once you graduated after the four years you went like you signed your first professional contract right away or what happened
1: Um, so my last game was against Wake Forest in in the um, NCAA tournament. And right after that game, my coach told me I had to go over to Charleston and go and train there the following morning. And when I went there, after the training session, the coach talked to me and it just went on from there, basically.
0: Nice. So basically, you know, Right after college, you got an opportunity to play professionally in the USL. Right. And is that the USL championship or USL One? Uh, USL championship. Nice. Okay. So that's top. That's division two. So how did it feel for you, DZ? Like once you signed your first pro, like, you know, you just got out of college, you signed your first professional contract. How did it feel?
1: Um, to be honest, it didn't really hit me at, at that time, you know, um, it was, I felt, I didn't really feel it in a way until after I scored my professional, my first professional goal against um Loudoun. Um, that was that game that I actually felt and I actually felt the appreciation and everything. I think that was the, that was the, um that was the moment for me.
0: Right. And you said the fans were there. How many fans were there supporting you guys during that game?
1: Uh... There wasn't there wasn't a lot of fans? I mean, we had a few fans that uh, traveled to watch the game because it was an away game, All Away game,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But uh, we won the game, so yeah, that was good, nice. Um, uh, but yeah, it was a great, there was like a, a, it was um, a great moment for me. Um, right. and I actually felt
0: that's when I actually felt it. Mm. So, can you? Easy. Can you take us back in time? What, you know? How how did you get introduced to football? Did your parents put you in the sport? Were you playing multiple sports? Take us back in time.
1: Um, I, growing up in Liberia, I, uh, all I knew was was football or soccer as they call it here. Um, everybody in my family played. Um, even the females play um, kickball. Overhead is it, called baseball. It's the same uh, rules and everything. It's just kickball. So. Um, it was in the family, but as a kid, I never liked it. My dad told me when, I, when he would take me to the games and stuff, I would always cry and say, I want to go home. So I guess I just grew into it because everybody around, around me played, in my, in my community played. So I just fell in love with it.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's the beautiful game of the world, right? Yeah. So, okay, awesome. So when you signed your first professional contract, did you have an agent or how did you guys go about the process
1: um, well when i first came to the us i had um my uncle who who basically took care of me um wise he he took me to to youth youth teams to youth clubs and stuff like that to to join so he he's been my mentor since so after college um I just gave everything to him, and he took care of it.
0: Nice. So, Dizzy, what position are you playing right now? Um. Well, I started
1: as a midfielder, um, red mate, and then towards the end of the season, I started playing more as a a second number nine slash ten.
0: Um. But yeah, um, I'm actually a midfielder. Okay, got it. you know, is there any, any, anything that you do, you know, specifically training-wise that really helps you? Is there something different that you do that other players are not doing that you incorporate into your training?
1: Um,
0: well, for me, I think it's just,
1: it's more about mentality. Because um, I feel like a lot of people once you, if, a lot of people have talent and but if you don't have the mentality to to want to succeed, it's, it's very very hard, you know. I think as a kid when I came here going to um, going to school, I remember I would take the bus to school and then give the uh, give my book bags and stuff to my little brother, and I would run home from 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 school. So I won't take the bus home from school. I would just run home. And I would do that, like, every day, every day just to get my fitness up. Because when I came to America, um, I wasn't fit. You know, the game was a little bit faster for me. Even at the the youth level, it was a little bit faster for me. So I had to catch up. And I always had that mentality. So I think it's just more about mentality.
0: Mm. So what advice would you share with the next generation of soccer players growing up right now? What advice would you share with them? Um, I would say trust the process.
1: Don't be in a rush for anything. Don't get in the hop of um, I'm getting old or there's, there's an 18-year-old who's playing the MLS or playing in Europe or anything like that. Everybody has their own journey. Um, I think as a young kid growing up, you need to focus on your game. Obviously, there's a lot of resources out there. Um, there's players you can look up to. Um, take what you can from everybody you can um, use the internet to the best of your ability, you know, we have it. So my advice to them would just be focus on yourself and learn as best as you can, be a
0: sponge. Great tips. So what did anything change uh, when you once you signed your first professional contract?
1: Um, a lot of stuff changed. my mentality changed. Um, First it was uh, it was tough mentally um, because the the competition was very high um, in order to make the first team to start and just to be to be on the roster to play and it was tough you know there was days where I would go to practice and maybe the practice won't go, go as well. And I will, I will see myself going home, you know, go to my room and I'll be in my room and just thinking about it, thinking about it. So that's what I said, that mentality is, is very crucial as a professional because, or even as an um, amateur player who's trying to be a professional, you have to have a strong have strong mentality, you know, just trusting yourself, believing in yourself and know that wherever you are, you're there for a reason absolutely
0: yeah great points so you know you went from playing in college to now playing in the usl championship which is division two in the united states soccer pyramid in regards of competition and level what differences did you notice between college and the usl um is it a big gap
1: um it's not much of a big gap, I would say. It's not much of a big gap. Um, I think it's all about the quality of players, you know. Because a USL team is a combination of of the best player from most college teams, you know. Um, where in college you have probably like maybe two or three good players, and the competition is not high, you know. Maybe some colleges have maybe five two players. But in the USL, um, the competition is very, very high on your team. You have everybody on the team is good. That's why they're there. So the competition is, I think it's the competition that's different.
0: Mm. And, you know, once you made that, that shift between college to full-fledged pro in the USL, what things did you change in your game?
1: Um, well, I, have to, I had to change my speed of play. Um, Cause in college, I, I'm a pretty um, strong, fast guy. I would take people on and stuff like that. But in the USL, so it's not—it's it's not all about that. I had to learn that, you know. And it's all about one-two touches, um, reading the game a little bit more, you know, and just the little things. Going back to the basics, and that's what I—that's what I had to—to um, to, like try to rethink, to redo and stuff like
0: that. Got it. So, you know, share three things that you like about the USL League. Well, um, well, our
1: conference. I mean, our conference and all the conferences um, I've watched, um, I think it's very, very, very competitive. Um, There's a lot of good teams. so it's very hard to pick um, conference champion, um, and I think that's 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 one of well, that's one thing that I like about the USL. Um, another thing, I don't know, I don't know,
0: I don't know. To be honest, that's fine. looked talk about that. That's fine. Yeah. What What's yeah. the biggest crowd, Dizzy? What's the biggest crowd that you've played in? So like, the biggest crowd that you've played. Um, in front of. In front of, yes. Thank you. Um,
1: we we do have a lot of a lot of fans um at our at our stadium, but I don't know the the actual amount. But we do have quite a bit of, of fans. Yeah,
0: around you know around the thousands around there.
1: But um, I will say, um, growing up in Liberia, I played in the um, George Weah tournament. And it was, there was a lot of people. It was like, I think I was like 13, 14. And actually in that game, George, we, um, Tumiti, we uh, came and played with us in the final. And there was a lot of people at
0: that game. So, yeah, you know, you, you go into a game with 13, 14,000 fans in the stadium. How did it feel? Uh,
1: well, at first, I mean, Obviously, the nerves going to be there because if there's no nerve, then it's not important, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but once the game starts, everything goes away, you know, everything goes away. And all you focus on is the next, the next pass, the next move and just trying to play the game. Right, right.
0: And mentally, you know, this is a different scenario. It's not something consistent, consistently happening that you guys are playing in front of 13 to 14,000 fans. So. How'd you deal with it in the moment where, you know, was your touch on point or did did it feel different? Right? Did you have um, the same confidence that you'd usually have or was your confidence different? To be honest,
1: when you said that, I thought of um, a game we played against New Mexico. Um, there was a lot of people, a lot of fans. And doing warm ups. And everything that I mean we didn't have a lot of fans at that game because it was an away game, obviously, and I just took that energy, you know, and it was it was amazing because for me the the more the fans like the better it is for me, I feel mm-hmm. like so i i kind of I kind of like feed up the energy
0: right, and you know fans, especially when you're on a, a away game, they're talking shit. They're swearing at yeah, you. Vote. I love it. I like it. I like it.
1: I like you it. Like it. You I like
0: it. it. Mm-hmm. So you know, how do you thrive off of it? Like, is this something that you look? You're like, yeah, we're we're, we're gonna destroy your team, or like, how do you use their energy? Um, I mean, the more, the more, uh, the more they talk,
1: um, the more I just feel the need to um to prove them wrong and to shut them up, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's all that's going through my head.
0: Absolutely. Um, So last three, what sacrifices have you and your family made for soccer?
1: Well, I will say uh, my parents, uh, a lot of my teammates in, uh, in high school, when I was here in high school, a lot of them were doing like school and then they had to work. And my parents told me, um, you don't have to work. We'll do, we'll do all the working. And you just focus on soccer and bring home good grades. And I think that, that's one thing I commend them for, you know, because most of my friends who started working and playing, now they're working because they took that more seriously. So that's one thing I really commend my parents for.
0: Oh Yeah, that's amazing. That's huge. I mean, yeah. you, you you got to see the turnaround of, you know, what that did for you and what happened to other people, which is usually the trend that actually really happens all the time. So that that's amazing that that happened for you. Yeah. How important is it for you to keep a healthy body and mind? Um, it's important.
1: Uh, I try everything I do is is to make me better. Um, I just about over a, a little bit over a year ago, I changed my diet to a vegan diet because I felt like it was it was a little bit healthy in, in terms of recovery and and stuff like that. So everything that I do on what I eat is to make me better. If it's not making me better, uh, it's not going to make me better. I tend not to do not to eat it or not to partake,
0: partake in it. 100%. And last one, what's your most memorable soccer moment in your life? My most memorable soccer moment. Um
1: I will say like the George we tournament I told you about earlier, um back when I was like um 13, 14. Um we, it was the final and it was like one of the best team in the nation. These kids could play. And they were up one zero in like extra time. And I scored a heather last second. And we went to PKs. I think that's my that's my favorite moment. Cause my, my whole family was there. All my friends were there. And there was a lot of people at that game. So I think that would be my favorite moment.
0: Plus, it was in front of George Weir as well. So yeah. That's huge, you can't 13, beat that thirteen thousand plus fans, your whole family there family's there plus the person that you mentioned that's that's a huge moment um was there was there anything else that you wanted to include or or sean sure? um,
1: I mean for anybody watching um all I would say is just just be yourself, you know um try to embrace the process. A lot of times, most people tend to um, to see the finished product and imitate that, you know? But they're not seeing what is being done in the background. So when you look at players, like players that you, you want to be like, you want to that motivate you, try to research um what they do like how they live and what what get them to where they at instead of just focusing on where they at if that makes sense and that's all i have to say absolutely
0: great tips you can and you know there's a lot of history here you you, you come from your home country to the united states went to college and then you know straight out of college which which isn't usually something that always happens but you're part of that one percent you broke, you broke through. You signed pro right after your first year, which is amazing. And now, you know, you've already had your first year and you're moving on to your second year. So, congratulations to you! hashtag Black excellence And thank you very man, much. Keep killing it, man. you're killing it. I appreciate it, man. All right, absolutely. So I have five fun questions now. Um, it's kind of like speed questions, so I'm just gonna ask you. And you just gotta like answer them quick. All right. All right. <laughs> you're awesome. All right. So, who's your favorite team? City. Nice city. Favorite player? Ronaldinho. Favorite cleats? Uh, Tempels. Nice. Favorite food? Um, fufu. Fufu. I've been wanting to
1: <laughs> <food>.
0: <laughs> uh, What about your favorite artist? Uh,
1: like a musical artist? Lucky Doobie.
0: Nice. Okay. All right, DZ. Um, before we go, can you just mention where, the, you know, your Instagram, where players can reach you at? Uh, my Instagram
1: is DZ Harmon 80 um,
0: That's it. Yeah. All right, DZ, um, I just want to thank you for taking the time, for joining us on One Soccer Nation's podcast today. It was a pleasure to have you on.
1: Thank you very much, man. I appreciate
0: it. Bye, guys.